Yeah, you find us, we breaking the tables, we tailgating, breaking them tables, bro. Uh, you know the mafia dangerous, you see us, we breaking the tables, uh. We breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them, breaking them. You find us, we breaking the tables, we tailgating, breaking them tables, we breaking them. You know the mafia dangerous, you see us, we breaking the tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them, breaking them. You know the mafia dangerous, put a hit out on your favorite team. Find step digs, he running the scene. Khalil Shakir, he doing his thing. Allen got weapons, shooting the bomb. Mafia mind, please don't step on my shoes. Game day ones, the white, the red, the blues. Hey man, breaking tables is traditional. Wishing the fish, look at my drip. Never cheating like Belichick is. Sean McDermott never telling the biz. Deion Dawkins, Rizzo Brown, we got Mitch. Gabe Davis told tapping it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching Breaking Tables. This is Epic B. This is Tampa Neal. So let's talk about. A lot to talk about tonight. Lots to talk about. Let's have some Something fun, guys. Today. Don't tell me what it was. Something Happy Monday, but I feel like it's still seven o'clock. Salute, Debbie Monday. Start the week off strong. Breaking tables, you see us, we breaking them tables. Madeline Bryan is breaking the tables. The mafia, baby, you know that we dangerous. Everybody know. Don Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Breaking Tables. This is Epic B. You got Tampa Neal over there. Uh, it's going to be an absolutely epic show as always because there's a lot to talk about just happening today. But before we get into it, toppy time zone. Feels like 7 o'clock. My day is so weird. Tampa Neal, how about you, man? <laughs> My day's not weird at all. I got kids. Oh, okay. All right. so don't give a rat's ass what time. <laughs> don't even know what time it is. All you know, it's time to eat and go to bed. That's it. Yes. Um, well, this episode is brought to you by Straight Out of Buffalo. Uh, this is uh, only on the Built in Buffalo Network. Best network out there, folks. So thanks for what and tuning in. Uh, go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that share. Go ahead and comment. Let's get this conversation rolling. Um, we got a special guest tonight. The uh, creator of the uh, the fabulous 3D cool little printed objects. Let's go ahead and get our special guest of the evening on. Uh, everybody knows him as G Money. Uh, we also call him Greg. Greg, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, thanks for joining us, Greg. And uh, yes, folks, we did get a his uh, uh, parent to sign off on him coming on this uh, R-rated show. We're joking. He's he's 22, folks. <laughs> Greg, what's going on, my man? Thank you so much for for joining the show tonight. I know you kind of got a little uh, skeptical about it, just because you know you've never been on a podcast. But it's breaking tables. You've met myself and Tampa Neil. You know how we are. Um, we like to just have fun, bro. So let's have fun tonight. Um, I gotta ask, but let's get the whole party started. How did you create this? Can you walk us through this? You got a 3D printer, bro? Just, I do. Like just randomly 3D printer. Uh, yep. Yeah. So I got into it a couple of years ago. Um, it was just something that I just seen and just wanted to make stuff because you can print anything. And um, how it works is if you basically think of anything like a block and you just cut it in half or you cut keep cutting it, that's how it works. And then you get stuff like this. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. And then I printed this. Awesome. And then my favorite pieces, of course. That's cool. So, and they all just uh, snap together. 
and everything snaps in. And then I had to make it the size of the print area. So, yeah. See, I'd get in trouble. I, I'd be like coming up with the weirdest shit. Like, we're gonna make uh, Tom Brady's replica dildo. <laughs> Just random, random stuff, right, Neil? What would you make out of it? What's the first thing you're making? <laughs> I want another breaking table. <laughs> awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Life size that never breaks. That's actually two hundred. That's actually the tables we buy. The size. The table is actually two hundred fifty percent the size of the actual file. It's actually like this big, the size of your palm. But I'm challenge, like, challenge accepted. I can, no, no, I don't want to break that one. Go big or that go actually, home. That actually looks tougher than the Home Depot $80 table that I bought. Um, I'm not going to mess with that. We all know how that turned out. I'm pretty sure I still <laughs> have a, uh, a two, I mean, a concussion. Sorry. Um, <laughs> real quick before we get started tonight, Greg, tell the viewers about yourself, where are you from, how long you've been a Bills fan. Uh, walk us through your fandomonium, pandemonium excitement towards our. That's yeah, the more, so more important I question. Grew up in Lancaster, and then uh, a couple of years ago, Whoa. I moved down, and uh, I've been a Bills fan since I was like born, born and raised. Gotta gotta support the home team, the best team, America's team, red, white, and blue. And you lucked out. You much love. What's that? Like a student population of like twelve thousand. Uh, I graduated with uh, four hundred and like five hundred and fifty kids. I graduated with. Yeah, that's about what too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm from the sticks. I graduated with uh, a high class of fifty five. So. <laughs> Whoa, easy. Wow, let's go! But you made it. You made you made it out of New York. You were down in Florida, right? Yeah. That's where I met these guys. They were over at the uh, Daytona Backers over the summer, and we had that uh, cool, uh, cool little get together there for the mafia. Uh, this summer is gonna be a little bit crazier, a little bit bigger, a little bit better. We're gonna be doing a golf tourney, Greg. So I don't know if you uh, if you partake in some golf. Uh, if not, I recommend trying it or at least get your liver ready for the golf tournament <laughs> because not everybody can, not everybody can golf like Tampa Neal. And everybody can drink like me. So if you're somewhere in the middle, you're going to fit right in. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, there's a lot of news going on around Buffalo Bills. We want, we, this is a Bills podcast, right, Tampa Neal? we gotta, we got to kind of talk about the Bills. Uh, biggest storyline, we lost Tremaine Edmonds. Um, we'll start with Tampa Neal. Losing Tremaine Edmonds, what does that do? Do we really care, Tampa Neal? What are your thoughts? I mean, of course we care, but... For the amount that he got from Chicago, no, I'm not, I wouldn't. I'm not disappointed by losing him for that dollar amount. I would not have paid him that much. He I can't believe Chicago did. I mean, good for him. He got paid. But let's see now whether it was him or whether it was the team. I mean, Leslie Frazier pretty much had one kind of defense, pretty much, right? Yep. So not really exotic. We don't know his mental capacity uh for 20 million dollars a year um good luck we wish you nothing but the best i'm with tampa neil greg what are your thoughts man i feel like he was kind of everywhere on the field like every time you see a play he's always standing up with the guys that he tackled but i mean we'll just see where you know where bean does in the draft and i mean honestly i think we should have traded edmonds 
you know, to get someone a little bit better, but his contract was up. Nobody's going to trade anybody. They're like, all right, well, you're going to try to trade Jermaine Edmonds, whose contract is going to be up. Just wait three days. Just we're going to wait. We're, we're okay. No, we're, we're good. <laughs> you're well, going to lose him anyways. Here's one statement that I heard too today. Do you think Matt Milano is a better linebacker than Tremaine Edmonds? Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. So why would we want to pay Tremaine Edmonds more than we're paying Matt Milano? Yeah. That's the best way that I can put that. I like I said to add to what Tampanil was saying, uh and Greg, you know, it's gonna be interesting. That definitely is gonna affect the draft and what we need. Um he you know, he was a big piece to that defense. Um, being that Leslie Frazier is not gonna be coaching this year, uh, I think that not having him there is gonna be a little bit tougher on McDermott. Uh, unless we find a a quick replacement, a band aid, uh, or or just outscore, I don't know. I don't know what kind of strategy. What kind of strategy, Greg? You're Brandon Bean. What is the strategy that you're going to be going into, knowing what we're facing right now? What is kind of your go to and why? Uh, I guess it would be to get. Are you going offense? Know. or are you going defense? Especially with everything that the the AFC East has been doing They're every, the AFC East is trying to beat Buffalo. They're doing what they can. One thing we got to step up is our O-line. That's we got to step up the O-line. That's that should be the, our first round pick in the draft is getting a good O-line because I like your thoughts when Allen has no time in the pocket, he's throwing stuff. He's throwing interceptions. So, so we got to protect him. We got to protect that. That's our, if that is our golden boy, we need to protect him. We need to make sure that he's got time to throw to Stefan Diggs so Stefan Diggs doesn't do this crazy offseason at Enix. Yeah. And also, I'm mad that they re-signed Singletary for two years. I'm not a fan they, of they Singletary. Didn't. They have not re-signed him. They did, I didn't hear about that one. I thought I saw but, that they re-signed him for two years. You I can't read a, everything on Facebook, Greg. Yeah, I, I saw a fake tweet that, came, that said that, but... Oh. Yeah, nothing that's if it, nothing if that the bills us- or anybody <laughs> real put off. If it's usually a screenshot of like an Adam Scheffner saying this, more than likely it's a fake. <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty. I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, but they, I, I get what you're saying. Okay, so we, let's. Here's all the players that we're going to be losing right now. Uh, I don't see us resigning Poyer. Um, oh, watch out there. He hasn't signed with anybody yet. He's going to take a massive pay cut then. I think he's going to take a massive pay cut because I'm sure here is the offer. Brandon Bean's going, Poyer, I know we're losing Tremaine Edmonds. I'm not paying $20 million, but I'm also also not going to pay you $10 million. So why don't you come on board for five, say another couple more years, you get like, you know, three quarters of that guaranteed so it doesn't affect the cap. Let's make it happen. He's like, oh, I'm going to try my chances. Okay, if you try your chances, then you're going to get vet minimum if you come back. <laughs> that's that's all we can do because you're, you're, you're going to get hurt. Um, now that we've got McDermott, pretty much unlocked to run this defense unless something changes from now to training camp. Um, I think you're going to see a lot more, a uh, lot, 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 lot more blitzing kind of styles. The he's more of a, let's attack the crap out of the quarterback than Leslie Frazier's. Let's just, you know, protect our zones. So Tampa Neal, I think that's two different philosophies that just happen to work well together. Uh, am I right or wrong? Well, Are we, I can tell you this. I, I don't think that being offered five million. I, I, I think Poyer, realistically, the 
Bills can offer him around nine, and I think that's probably the highest they can go. I, I just don't see – like, I, I think Poyer wants a longer-term deal, which I get. He's older. He wants to get it as long as he can. But I think the Bills are only offering him maybe a two-year deal, which is, I think, what he may be seeing out there, and that might be it. And his wife might not want to be here, but Poyer still wants to win games. He's not going to go to the Jets like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, shit, I just cleared my throat there. Um, See, the AFC East is trying to beat Buffalo. How are you going to beat Buffalo? Outsmart our defense. Outscore us. But I would not be surprised if you see Poyer back in a Bills uniform next year. Wouldn't shock me in the least. Just because of this draft, uh, sorry, this not draft, the salary cap fiasco, losing Edmonds, you know that we're going to have to, I think having a better linebacker is more important than having Poyer because we still have Micah High back there. I agree. And there are talks with um, Levante David, I've heard. And apparently Devin Bush is very high on their go after list as well. I'd rather Devin Bush, a bit younger. You can spread him out further. Um, but, you know, Levante David will give you a good couple of years. Folks, thank you uh, for writing commenting uh, tonight's show. Let's go ahead and give a shout out to our viewers. Bob, what's going on? Greetings and gents. You know Bob, Greg. Mm-hmm. I do. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Nice. Calvin Johnson. Justice. Where Justin? Chrissy. Boston Chrissy. Sub boys go Bills. Zachary Klowowski goes, uh, what's the latest update on the roster moves and what's the status on Von Miller? Will he be ready by training camp? Like, yeah, he man. He's, yeah, he's training with Derrick Henry right now. <laughs> he's I training think with everybody right now. He's training with everybody right now. Like everybody <laughs> wants to train with him. He's he, he'd be fine. He'll be okay. Um, honestly, I'd rather him kind of pull like a kind of like a tr- uh, a Trey White thing where we don't even need him towards the end of the season. Like let's just let him like play a couple. I don't care about his stats. Let him go crazy towards the end of the season because that's where we really need our stars to outshine. We haven't seen that the past couple. Years. I mean, we saw out of Gabe two years ago, but Gabe was gone last year. But there wasn't anybody that really stood out this year. Vaughn kind of got him going early. He got hurt, kind of got flat. The whole Demar Hamlin thing, and now we don't have money to keep our stars on the team. Greg, are you, are you kind of worried about that, or are you just going to trust the process? I'm a little worried, but also, you know. I trust the process of it because Bean knows what he's doing and I just, he's done really good things for us in the past and has gotten some really good players and we'll just see what, what happens from there. That's a very fluff comment. How do you really feel though? I think your mother's in the back with a sign. Say this, you don't get in trouble and make them lose their Disney plus contract. It's okay to swear on the show. You can swear. I just, I just don't know. Give, like, give me an F. Give me an F bomb. Come on. Fuck. Oh my God! Oh, oh you woo! just did that. My oh. gracious, he just killed us right there. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you're making babies cry, Greg, with that language. Love it though. 
But you got to be infuriated, though, right? Everything that happened with Buffalo, right? Everything that happened with Buffalo. I mean, you go out to all the all the backers games. You spend your you know a good chunk of your week with dealing with Buffalo Bills. It's part of your life, like it's part of Tampa Neal's life, like it's part of Epic B's life. Myself, yeah, using my saying myself in third person. Um, so you're investing a lot of time in this. You got to be very passionate about this and everything that's going on. Um, we're losing Edmonds. We're, we're more than likely going to lose Poyer. Don't care what Rachel Bush has to say. Um, I mean, great. She's welcome to say whatever she wants to say. I have nothing bad against what she has to say or her views. This is not a kind of podcast. This is a Bills podcast. What do we care about the Bills? Who's playing on the field? The, right? The, 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 the 53 guys that are playing signed contract for the Buffalo Bills. That's, that's my focus. That is our focus. Should be everybody's focus. Outside noise, outside chatter, don't care. But the answer to your question, Matt Milano is leaps and bounds better than Tremaine Edmonds. We said that when 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 Milano was hurt, mm-hmm. Edmonds couldn't do that. But if it was all the way around when Tremaine wasn't pl- uh, Edmonds wasn't playing, then it was it was manageable. M- it was manageable because Milano was still still a beast. Now you said Levante David. It's a linebacker for well, was linebacker for the uh, the Buccaneers. This guy, he's like an Iron Man. He's been playing for what 11, 10, 10, 11 yeah. seasons, but it's like he doesn't get hurt that much. He's only hurt like once or twice in his 11, 12 years. Played every game last year for the Bucks. So it's like it's it's probably yeah, a, that's... A, 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 a upgrade to AJ Klein, but. That's manageable, though. His biggest kind of worry is- for me is that he's 33 years old. And you know what? You're right. He hasn't been injured. So guess what? He hasn't missed games. So he's played a lot of football. A lot what of was, football. Where's what was the out? phrase? What was the phrase that players say? The best kind of player is the available one. Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard that one? Lots. I mean, you can play. God, come on in. We couldn't mm-hmm. find people to play. Like, we were just like, I mean, might as well just let Sam Martin be an offensive guard at towards the end of the year because it seemed like everybody was hurt. I mean, the Bills did pick up a guard today. Let's not forget that. And I think it's a solid, good pass rushing guard, which is desperately what the Bills needed. So they, they need, need to build they off needed that, to work right? that offensive line. They really did. That offensive line was dreadful. But do we want to fall back in the same categories where last year we're like, all right, we're not going to draft any offensive linemen. We're just going to get all these guys from Tennessee. One was a former Pro Bowler, Sanford. Sanford. The other was, you know, uh, I think he was a, a Pro Bowler maybe once or something, but beat cancer, still starting offensive, uh, uh, Case and Berry, and, and it's just, I don't think it worked out. I'm, I'm with Greg on this one. The draft has got to be protecting Josh Allen. That's got to be our vision. I'm Brandon Bean. I am protecting our investment, Josh Allen, who's going to be taking a lot of money from us, a salary cap. Believe me, I agree with that 100%, and I've said that many times. Um, the problem with drafting a lot of offensive linemen is the majority of offensive linemen, unless they're the first, like first rounders, they take time to get ready. That's just, that's just the way offensive linemen are. They, they don't come in like a position player and boom, we're ready to go. That's just not the way that it is. So having a vet in there for a couple of years and drafting a guard, I think is the way to go. 
I would like I said to you, man, I, I want to see them dr- trade up. I want the best offensive lineman in the draft. You'd have to get round. like a top 10 or top probably let's say top 15 realistically to get a immediate day one starting offensive lineman. Yep. That's the only way that they're going to be drafting an offensive lineman in the first round. Yep. Because the Do difference it. of, you know, from one to 10, you can get then the next person that's, that doesn't get picked outside of that. They're going to get picked in the third or fourth. That's why you see a lot of linemen get picked in those middle tiers, sometimes second, but really it's your, 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 what you really need. What's going to, who's going to affect you day one is going to be round, uh, round one pick. And we don't see any guards towards or any tackles for that matter. Maybe one or two, maybe if the cards play right, but what pick are we? 27, Neil? Mm-hmm. Yep. Greg, we're 27, right? Yeah. 27, correct. Let me ask, let me ask a question, Greg. What would you, what would you do? Would you, would you, would you, if you could, if you could move up, to 15 to get your ideal. I mean, from 27 to 15 to get your ideal player. Do you follow the draft at all? Do you like watch a draft? Do you watch, you know, like the, the names out there? Do you have a big board like Mel Kipler? I just watch like who just, I, I just watch out for the bills on who we're getting. And then I'll follow, I'll follow their stats on from college and try and get them, try and get familiar with them. Um, one guy I really liked in the draft a couple of years ago was Greg Rousseau, and he's been doing phenomenal since we got him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, there's just a couple of players on defense that I like too. But I would do anything to move up to 15 to get good offensive line. Or a solid linebacker you can get 15. <laughs> I don't know. I think, so I, oh, yeah. I mean, I know that we want to like go heavy on offense, protect Josh Allen, but we can't have this glaring weakness out there. Like what, unless we have a, I'm like, yeah, Levante David would be good and all, but he's not going to be our solution. You know, that's like a, a bandaid quick fix. And if we learn anything from last year, we can't be having these bandaid quick fixes fixes because it obviously affects us towards the end of this year where we really need guys to be available. Would you trade Isaiah McKenzie for Derrick Henry if that even was possible? If Tennessee I would trade to Isaiah would McKenzie tr- for a bag for- of nacho cheese. Hey! <laughs> Some good barbecue sandwiches. A bite of one. I just, no. Ab- hey. <laughs> so the answer is yes. <laughs> Hands That's down. A definite, yes. I'd even give him Poyer too. It's like, all right, you take a little bit. Bye-bye. Oh, I'm not because people are not gonna like that one. But there's a lot, lot younger guys out there that can be drafted, uh, especially in the third and fourth rounds that have sure hands. Um, we're not gonna have a draft talk about you know who we're gonna be picking, but it's just good to talk about positions now that everything that's been going on. Um, one one person specifically that we don't have to draft is a punter. So there's that. Good Sam there. Martin uh, resigned. He's going to get paid Three seven years. million. Seven million a year, right? That's pretty good for no, a no. punter. No, three years, seven mil. Oh, I read that. Still, it's still for, pretty a lot of money for a, pun- for a punter. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <clears throat> how many times did he punt last year? Can we, is there a stat that we can look that up really quick? And then look at like look. Let's look at the punt stats. He's got to be towards the like at the 
bottom of that list on attempts just because we don't punt. 45. It's not bad. He had 45 punts with Denver the previous year, 67. I would I would so. love to get paid two and a half million dollars to kick a ball 45 times. Yeah. Just sign me up. I'll do it for nacho cheese if Isaiah McKenzie can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Why Isaiah McKenzie, though? Are you a fan of Isaiah McKenzie, Greg? No, I, my, my mother is. It just seemed like he was the, – the, the whole wide receiver crew was dropping e- easy passes towards the end of the season. But ever since our bye week, our team ha- was not right. There was something wrong since that bye week. But it just seemed like everything was off. And it, the wide receivers were dropping easy passes, and it seems like McKenzie was dropping the easier ones. And we rely on McKenzie a lot. And when he was dropping those easy ones, it was like, well, what do we do now? Yeah, and I mean, that, that is that, that is definitely a – Moral, like that. That would that's a gut puncher. We call that gut punchers. Us old old men here, um, like getting punched in the gut, and all this wind just gets blown out of you, and you're like Rah! trying to grasp for air. Rah! You know, um, whenever they drop catches like that, they get paid millions of dollars to do a specific function. Like us normal folks, like us, you know, if they just threw an underhand and I caught it, I'm, I'll be happy. But these guys are getting like bullets thrown, especially Josh Allen's, you know, yeah. bullet arm. So it's like there is like, all right, or maybe maybe Josh is only too hard. I don't know, but it's unexcusable for them to be dropping catches. So we need guys like you know Shakir. Uh, he, he for a rookie, this guy was catching everything. Yeah, this guy caught everything. And Gabe Davis is a rookie. Rule, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So he's so let, let let him get comfortable then. I think he's going to be doing a lot better than Isaiah McKenzie. We just got to use him more. I've always said uh, years ago when I was watching the games with my grandma, you have one job is to either catch the ball or kick it through the field goal or do this and do that. It's like. Well, with all the success that we've had, Greg and Tampanil, um, are we spoiled when we have to get a field goal? Like, oh my God, we have to go get a field goal. You know, before, oh, yeah. before in the, in the, you know, like the, the, the 90s, 2000, 2010 area where we were like, oh, we got a field goal out of that. We didn't have to punt. But now it's like, damn, we got a field goal? Tampanil, we're definitely spoiled, right? 100%. I'm not even trying about saying it. They kick a field goal and pissed. 10 years ago, when they kicked the field goal, I was the happiest person in the world. Like, yeah, three points. Woo. And, and uh, Greg, when did you become a fan? Who was your your first memory game, memorable game that you can think of? Um, 2017 playoff game. I was kidding. You're not that young. No, I, I didn't get really, really into it until about like 14. But I would always watch the games. But I didn't get like really into it. Like when you say into it, are you superstitious or just a little stitious? Like studying the players and just trying to remember everything about like you're, what you're stats they were. Yeah. Basically, 
What's what's your go to, Greg? What's your go to? Are are you like you know? We all have different little quirks about us. Now that you are vested into the Buffalo Bills, do you have any kind of weird quirks that you got to be doing something every day? Like you got to be wearing a Bills hat, even if you got to go to the store or. Uh, you know, just you, like during games, you got to wear the same jersey or not change your underwear like Tampa Neal. Like, at the what's beginning your of the season, um, yeah, we first. went to um, the – there's a party that – there's a band that plays down here, and we met Bob out there one time, and he gave me a jersey. And I wore that every single week, and then we were winning every week, so I had to wear that jersey. And then when we went to Miami – um, it was 96 degrees, and I'm not wearing a black jersey, um, and we lost that game. Damn so, it, Greg. So it's your fault we it lost that game. Fault. Yeah, yeah. I, I I took it with me. But... Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I want to thank you for losing our uh, season, too, while you're at it, because we needed that for first. Just kidding. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously though, that's pretty fucked up that we lost the game the season because of you. Um, no worries though. Are you gonna wear every game next year? No if, ands, or buts, then right? Yes. I have I have a few jerseys that I try and swap out, but that always have brought me luck. So but I don't know what happened towards the end. I've may have washed it one too many times and it's gone gone to the washer. The the washing machine that that in uh, left socks they the little goblins the washing machine goblins right um, that's a real thing that's a real thing I swear to God what do you think about Naheem Naheem's uh, contract restructure he loves Buffalo he's like guys I'll I think he does <laughs> that, too that nacho I cheese mean, that we got for Isaiah McKenzie I'll work for that <laughs> I mean we we added a year and paid him less I don't I don't know how they made that happen but hey. Now, next year, I'd like to see them use him more. Just use him more. What are your thoughts, Greg? I mean, when he did those two punt returns, I was on the same day. I was thrilled. And, uh, you know, he was getting really good punt return yards. He only ran for like like three or four actual running back yard, actual running back plays, but I mean, if we can use him more in the as a running back position, I mean, I think we'll do we'll do great. Well, he's awesome out of the backfield, and I don't know why they didn't use him for that. That like that was one of the key reasons they picked him up is to go off for passes in the yeah in the backfield. Like, yeah. No, are, are we blaming that on learning curves from um, Dorsey? You know, it's his first time holding the the keys to the offense with McDermott, who's a very intimidating man, just right next to you, clapping in your ear, you know, I'd, I'd kind of be fumbling and bumbling too. For one, he's up, up there in the uh, air conditioned or heated office watching the game from above. So he's been in the, he's been coaching for a long time. I hate hearing the word learning curve for him. Okay. So there's no learning curve, no learning curve, figure it out. You're a big boy now. With all these weapons. Yep. Use them. You got Josh Allen throwing it to Giggs. Why are we doing Isaiah McKenzie fake fucking throws? Or whatever Why are we just... throwing Isaiah McKenzie? Why are we even throwing Isaiah McKenzie? <laughs> it just seemed like we were doing such cookie-cutter plays. 
Like we weren't doing no trick routes. We were doing just, you know, the when you open a playbook, it's the first, you know, main plays that you do. It just seemed like we had nothing new to us. Yeah, he came very predictable throughout the season, and that's showed. It was definitely Tecmo Super Bowl. Remember the video game, old school Tapanil? You'll know this one, the Tecmo Super Bowl. You only had like four or five or six running or running or passing play total plays that you can choose from. Four that's kind of what I felt like, like. That's what we're gonna be doing. Oh, okay. If I'm defensive coordinator from the opposite team, I'm just salivating them from my mouth, you know, like rabies style going, oh, we're gonna play against this offense. Doesn't matter a, who, you, who you have. If, if you both choose up A, it's an automatic sack. Yeah. Oh, another injury to a lineman. <laughs> oh my goodness. So here's the interesting take. Okay. Uh we talked about earlier how the AFC East is trying to beat the Buffalo Bills. That's that's legitimate, you know, just get into the dance. And to get to the dance, you got to go through the Buffalo Bills. Let's be realistic about that. We are three-time uh, AFC East champions. Three, three or four times, Sam Deal. Can't think right now. Three, three consecutive times. Three consecutive. Okay. And uh, the other teams are trying to play catch-up right now. Dolphins signed Jalen Ramsey. Uh, before we get to Tampa Neal, I know how Tampa Neal feels about Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Greg, what are your thoughts about Jalen Ramsey going to the Dolphins? We just got to step up our game. I mean, players go everywhere. Good players leave bad teams and go to new teams and be great. And, you know, good players go to teams in their garbage. You know, it happened to the Bills a lot during the 2000s. You know, good pl- bad players on our team left, and they were great in other teams. But I just feel like no matter what, whoever goes where, we have to step it up or be ready for them. If that's practicing harder and practicing different routes, then that's what we got to do. Tapanil, what are your thoughts on our beloved Jalen Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey sucks. Overrated. He's older. He's slower. Stefan Diggs is going to own his ass Finish him. times a year. And Fatality. So that's, that's the greatest trade for the Bills. Are you kidding me? Bring his ass in. I love it. <laughs> Stefan Diggs is running the end zone. I'll be like, you again? You again? Josh Allen again? owns Jalen Ramsey. Ever Doesn't since matter. Jalen Ramsey talked shit about Allen, that one time he owns him. Owns him. Owns him. Let him, let him go to Dolphins. <laughs> Two years in a row. Oh, imagine being down here in the end zone. You see Jalen Ramsey. Oh, he's going to hear my voice. He's going to hear it. He's going to hear my oh, voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm okay about it. How many times do you see him lined up against... Um, Digs and just digs just like okay you had one good play you piss off digs he does one of these and then he smokes you like you don't even belong on that field with digs Jalen Ramsey you used to be really good when you first started right and then it just all went that's why teams don't want to keep you because you're a cancer in the locker room which video ready for a video yeah 
Oh, there's Diggs owning him. You, you again, you again. Oh. <laughs> we'll be seeing that twice a year. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I'm okay about it. Jalen Ramsey, I mean, they had to give up a lot to take him. Yeah. So keep doing it. Just like the Jets are probably going to give up a lot to take Aaron Rodgers. They, keep they going, guys. They, um, they just added $20 million onto their salary cap. Fuck yeah. You did us a favor. Now they can't. Now they don't have the money to sign Poyer. So boom. It is what it is. It, it's called universal karma, and I just don't think. Uh, and I don't. I don't. I don't think they're, they're going to be able to afford Poyer. Poyer might be looking for more money than he's worth. Uh, guys, he's an all pro. He's an all pro. Arguably, you could argue that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Arguably, that's how good of a safety he is arguably like he's on that line. He might be on that third ballot. Who knows? But all I know, he's definitely not worth 10 million. Lee's on the last leg. He can barely stay healthy. He's not a Von Miller. You know, he's not a generational safety. I wish I him like the best. A big part of our defense is a lot of our defense is old. Like they're all, a lot of them are in their thirties and, you know, they're still really good, but, you know, look what happened to Vaughn. It was his first year with us, and he has an ACL that he's going to be out for nine months. So, Right. That's what happened to our offensive line. We got all these old guys that kind of came in, and you see how that, that was not sustainable. Yeah. It's just we need a sustainable team that can consistently do the same thing day in and day out. That's all I got the guy that picked up from um... – from Dallas. He's 26 years old. So he's not that old. He played in a really good system. Dallas offensive line last year was amazing. So they usually do have historically yeah. the the better offensive lines in the league. Now play calling is a completely different story. <laughs> we we all know about the Cowboys. Story. Yeah. <laughs> good on paper, but just not good. <laughs> The running, I'm not kneeling down. <laughs> they're writing player. They're writing plays with crayons. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're over here with Greg fucking making making plays with 3D printers, that's how we roll. <laughs> that's how you, you got to make a 3D print of Josh Allen's face. I'll have to see. I'll have to see if I can work on that. I've been trying to learn it myself, but a lot of the CAD programs are pretty uh, complex. So I did take a couple uh, online classes of them. So I'll try and see if I can work on something. But uh, It's not one of those machines where you just look at it. You're like, print me Josh Allen's face. No. Oh, no. The, those ones are uh, $3,000. That's it? Those machines that you just like take out of the box and print are three grand. The one I have was two fifty. I can make stuff like eight inches by eight inches. Nice. So perfect. Yeah. So all right. So we're all in agreement that uh, Jalen Ramsey is good for us. Good for us. Really good for us because uh, state of the AFC that you're trying to beat the Bills. Let's just get another cornerback on. Let's over. Let's do a Dolphins thing and overspend on a downward player. I guess mm -hmm. that's what we're gonna call. 
if imagine imagine Poyer just getting that amount of money, but I can see him getting hurt more often down here with the heat and the cramping, and you know he can barely stay healthy against the first time they played him down here. Yeah, but, right. Well, everybody when they played that, everybody was struggling with that heat. Oh man! And the way that Miami built their stadium was so the opposing team is in the sun, and Miami's so traditionally your home your away colors are white, but Miami their home colors are white, so it forces the other team to wear their darker colors, like the Bills and all, all the other teams. Of course, that's 20, 20 degrees uh, differential of just trying to cool down is a lot. It, it's huge. Now, if anybody played any sports or gone golfing, golfing in 90 degree weather is horrid. Golfing in 70 degree weather is beautiful. Okay. The difference of just not getting melted. Drinking more beer. And then drink. Oh my God. Drinking all, all day on top of that concrete. <sighs> 3D Josh Allen goat Bob Bradley goes. <laughs> nice. That'd be a cool little baby goat to sit on top of the tables. What? Dave Caprash goes, uh, and I, I quote Greg's favorite word, fuck Miami. <laughs> you're you're gonna be grounded, Greg. No. Uh piss on Don is Don Shua dead? I don't. Oh, I don't think we're allowed to say anything about people dying, guys. This is uh, 2023. Oh, <laughs> things we're not supposed to talk about. Word. Oh, I used to when I'm watching the games. If if someone does, if they miss somebody, I hooted, hollering like, "What are you doing?" What's the craziest, Greg? The, I want I want like some TMZ shit. What is the craziest that you've done? Mom, come on. Can you put earmuffs on, please, Mother? Mother, put your earmuffs on. Greg Greg is going to tell us his most insane story, TMZ style. No. She's going to watch a show. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> come on, Greg. Just do it in front of your mom. Don't, don't be do embarrassed. Do it. Do it. Do it. I don't remember. I mean, I just in the moment I don't remember what I said. Just it flew out of my flew out of my brain right, right to my mouth. So you were you were time traveling. You were time traveling, and you don't remember because you were time traveling so quick. Yeah, happens the best so, of us. So what 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 exactly do you remember not doing? I don't remember what I said when. Uh, like the when they missed, yeah, I get really uh, mouthy when I, when they miss plays. Just like, he's like, he's like a, the Exorcist, Brian. He's like the Exorcist. How yeah. so? Like he's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how he is. Yeah, like, kill your mother, get him mom. <laughs> Well, I got dark. I'm like, quick. who are you? Fatality. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We just lost another contract. He time traveled just like Epic being on an airplane with Michael Vick. No, I was not on the airplane <laughs> with Michael Vick. I was on the airplane with Isaiah McKenzie. I saw Michael Vick and Isaiah McKenzie both sitting next to each other at the airport. 
that I almost got kicked off of because I forgot my bag and I came running out there for my bag. I was like, sir, you can't do that. <laughs> epic story, epic story. Okay, guys, here we go. This is going to be, uh, I know the next couple weeks we're going to have some time differentials. Um, we're going to try to do some different things around, probably switch it around to Thursdays, maybe do a Wednesday. We don't know yet. Um, we're just going to fill out uh, a different time zone, to, a different time of a day to see if it works better for our schedule, for Built in Buffalo schedule. There's a lot of new things in the works this summer with Built in Buffalo. A lot of new podcasts. Mike schedule too because he's not on the show yet. Mike Rung's got to be on the show. That's going to yeah. be great. I think my beard will be as burly as his by the time he gets on. I've been, I've been growing it and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's going to be epic. I'm going to have like the most epic beard and like the little mustache handle. My wife's like, you're not doing the fucking mustache handle. I'm like, but that's what the epic B stands for. That's what epic B stands for. Epic beard. Yes. Yeah. See, thank you, Greg. Thank you, bro. I'm saying that for a long time. Epic beard wants to have an epic beard. Never put baby in the corner. Tabaneel, <laughs> um, if you can get one person to make your team succeed this year, it can be a trade. It can be, it's got to be realistic though. It's got to be realistic. That fits within our budget. It's, it can either be a trade. It can be either draft. Do you have one person that needs to be a Buffalo Bill in 2023? DeAndre Hopkins. Get rid of that, Alvin. Get rid of anybody. Get him. Go you get take him. Isaiah, take Isaiah McKenzie. Take, take these take nachos. At Oliver, you want Jordan Porter too? Bye bye. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, if they can find a way to make a trade for Hopkins, can you just imagine? Just imagine that Hopkins on one side, Diggs on the other. Ooh. Oh. Do we do we resign Cole Beasley? I would love to see resign Cole Beasley. Have him in the slot. Dude, we yeah. don't need anybody else. Derrick uh, Henry. Uh, if we can get him. We, Hopkins we is already going to cost a ton of money. But yeah. I don't, I don't really think Hopkins – Hopkins is uh, – he can't stay healthy, Kenny. I don't think he's going to cost that much money well, that people are thinking about. I think suspended, so – I just I do believe that uh, there's not going to be a team that's going to invest. We're going to have to. I think he's still got another two more years with the Cardinals. No, the only uh, way would be would correct. be for for a trade. Yep. Um, and Cardinals want to get know, rid of his contract. Yeah, I think they want to get rid of everybody's contract, including Kyle Murray's. So they're just yes, like, listen, how about this? You just take the Andre Hopkins, and then you just pay half of Kyle Murray's fucking. Salary's like, no, we're good, dude. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> uh, all right, so the uh, you got a D hop. Okay, how about you, Greg? If you can get one guy realistic with our uh, our financial funding right now, who would you, who would you get? Um, if I don't know how much Justin Jefferson wants, but I know he's a really good wide receiver. And he's got history with Diggs back in Minnesota, and that's kind of like homing them, homing them again. So you need you want a solid you want a solid number one two. Well, it's a one, but he's playing two. One and one a. Yeah. One and one a. You can't stop. Yeah, won't be able to stop at both of them. But I just don't see both of them playing together. Uh, realistically, I don't think that's even a realistic goal because he is the best wide receiver in the one of the best wide receivers in the league. Um, 
and he he's thriving right now up in, in Minnesota. I, I think he's happy playing in the dome. I think he's happy uh, up there making all those catches the way he's doing. Um, doing he'll never leave. Never leave. B, who do you want? Who do I want? Christian Wade, baby. You want to go to the Super Bowl? Christian oh, Wade, Mike. No. Uh, if I can choose, I mean, there's a there's a lot of a lot of good prospects out there. Um, I probably just say draft, move up. If I can, if I if we can get a top ten, if we can get a top ten, they're going to start tomorrow. One person top ten offensive guard to pr- protect Josh Allen. That's what I want. And you you could pick whoever's going to be in top ten. There's only three of them up there. Do, do your research. I'm not going to give you the names right now or where they're from, what's cool or what. That's another time. Yeah. Possibly. A tackle, right? He's a tackle. He's a tackle. Oh, yeah. Um, anybody protect Josh Allen? That's that's what we need to do. Josh Allen was beat up, did a lot, did too much at times because he needed to, because he had no one else to protect him. So mm-hmm. let's protect the shit out of our franchise quarterback, our, our future. He is our future. He will have a golden statue, kind of like the Rocky thing outside of Buffalo uh, OP, baby. Uh, that's just what we need to do. We don't need any other... You know, then, then we then you know. Secondly, we need some better gloves for for Gabe Davis. We need some some gloves for a lot of these people who like to drop. Um, we'll draft Isaiah McKenzie's replacement for a hell of a lot less in the seventh. Um, sorry, Isaiah. Wish you nothing but the best. Good luck with your your barbecue joint. Let me know how that goes. So, <laughs> final thoughts, Greg. Um, I want to hear your final thoughts about this off season. Has it been, I mean, you know, like last year, there's been a lot of moves, a lot of, you know, talk this year is kind of dull. It's just like, we're just losing people. What are your thoughts yeah. going into the start of the 2023 season? Um, and our bills, man. I, I just, we're going to win a lot. And I just hope that we, that bean does some great things and can do, can we stay healthy and we can just, being can pull up some good good players out of thin air like a magician, just you know, good players, and yeah. How do you really feel about McKenzie? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> we got listen, ten minutes, right? Listen, my, my mother's in my ear saying that how she loves McKenzie every single week. When, when you bash him, he's like, my mother's like. <sighs> this uh, this shout out is uh, dedicated to Lisa Cowell. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie. This is how we really feel about Isaiah McKenzie. We're not going to do it. He was great, but I don't know. Like I said, after our bye week at, to the Jets, our our team was depleting. They were missing everything. Josh, too, and everybody. And after we stopped that damn TikTok dancing, we did get a little bit better. They must have been watching the show because we called them out. Like, I don't want any more TikTokers. No TikToking. I saw somebody in the chat goes, you can go over to Kansas City if you want with Jackson Mahomes. You guys TikTok all you want. Right. And some other things that we're not going to say on air. FCC violation, all that fun, weird stuff. (laughs) Tamanillo, what are your final thoughts? Oh, man. I don't know. Final thoughts, dude. I want to see some a little more... uh going after some players tomorrow. I'd love to see them do something. Um, get these contracts reworked. They still got to get Allen and Von Miller. They keep talking about it getting done. But, I mean, clock's ticking. Get it done. Tuesday's the day. They got to get done by tomorrow. 
We're paying Von Miller 20 a year for six years, right? Um, I think, I think like it's that. a little more back-end like, heavy. Like, his, uh, the, it's more back-end heavy, not much guaranteed, not much dead cap after 33, I believe. Yeah, he's got a lot of. He's going to have a lot of dead capital if the next couple of years. Rather than that, it's going to be gone. That's why I don't. I only. I only want honestly. I want him to play only six games next year, and four of them are after January. <laughs> Tell that to the guy paying his salary. <laughs> well, okay, I will. So, so his Brandon cap Bean? hits this year Pagula? is just eighteen million. What's the next? So year? His his salary is actually really not that high if you really look at it. If he's getting just over 18 a year, 17, 19. The last year is really the last year is really heavy, but they'll release him by then. Well, we yeah, we've got after the third year, his fourth year are all options. We could either yeah. pick it up or not, you know? Exactly. Let's see if he stays healthy two more years. If he does, absolutely. If he's, he plays every game, I'm not saying every quarter, but if he's good for three quarters every game, play the bat. Because he's, they're gonna game plan. That's gonna take time away from defenses when you got Von Miller on the field. Whether he's in a walking boot or not, you're still gonna game plan for him because he is the ace in the hole. He's a future Hall of Famer. Those are my final thoughts. Thanks for asking, guys. Those are your final thoughts. I was no, just about to ask you your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Isaiah McKenzie is going to be flipping hot dogs. Outside of his, I thought he had a barbecue place. Oh yeah, well whatever. It tastes like hot dogs, sausages. It tastes like hot dogs. It tastes like hot dogs. So that's probably why Jonathan Hollow doesn't ever invite me to any of his openings or any of his releases. It's like I know you how much you like Kazia because he's <laughs> not allowed to. Plus, plus my restraining order prevents me from. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. The restraining order was just from Vic. <laughs> oh, yeah, about that. Let's call him. <laughs> uh, Greg, you've been a great sport, man. You got to let us know the next cool thing that you make with your 3D printer. Um, folks, we have to start a GoFundMe account for, uh, for Greg so he can make some cool, interesting 3D sculptures. Uh, think about that one. Maybe a, a trophy of like Epic B running from the Bulls because we're going to be running from the Bulls this summer. No, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it where you missed the table, just right the frame, right where you missed it. Yeah, right in the just in the concrete. Just nice, man. That great, great. Thanks, Ken Craig. Appreciate you bringing back bad memories. I almost forgot about that. Bob Bradley wants a broken table. I uh I gotta get a couple parts, but I am I am in the works of making a few. So nice. Well, we'll have to uh, uh, whenever you open up your business venture, let us know, bro. We'll be more than happy to promote, my man. For sure, thank you. Well, appreciate you being a good sport. Thank you for uh, for tuning in and uh, joining the laughs, uh, guys. The comments were hilarious. Appreciate you coming in week in and week out. Tampa Neal, how about you bring us home, baby? Well, you know, you can always find us right here on the Built in Buffalo Network, Mondays, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Pull us up on the live show. You can watch it on YouTube, Facebook, as well as Twitter. 
If you missed the show or you just love hearing our voices, make sure you pull up the audio version wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether it is Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Samsung Pod, anything ending with Pod, we're probably on it. If you're bored, just sit there at home. You'd be like, hey, Alexa, turn Breaking Tables podcast on. And she'll do it. A Buffalo Bills podcast. You hear that? Alexa, off. She doesn't listen to me half the time, but she did that time. It was great. Me listen to us on Alexa. You can even remind her to tell you when it's on. Wait, you can do that? Yeah. Alexa's Alexa. creepy, but no, <laughs> you're not on the sound thing, so you can't hear it. Larry right now is like, damn it, you did it again. <laughs> His whole house is going crazy, lights on and off. Uh, I cannot compute. I don't know what voice this is. <laughs> Alexa, uh, turn Larry's room light off. It's like anybody who listens to Breaking Tables, like their Alexa is going to go crazy. And like, you know, the FBI is going to be listening in because we say like random shit, like bomb and stuff. You're not supposed to say on air, but um, it's all funny games though. Damn, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Guys, it's been absolutely fun. We loved everyone, all y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Greg, you are the man, bro. Keep up the great work. Thank you for joining us. It's been fun. We'll see you guys next Monday. Thank, thank you for having me. Guests. It's been fun, folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm going to pick up my shirt from Connie. Thank you, Connie, for getting that from uh, Tim's party. Folks, catch us next Monday night, and then we're going to be changing our schedule around, so stay tuned. We love everyone, all y'all.